Hello, this is Margaret Terrio coming to you from Kitchener, Ontario. Connection to God's heart and from Maggie's chats. Made for God's glory. Jesus loves me. I began to discover that Christianity at the age of 17 in 1976 that I needed to have a relationship with Jesus. I was fed up with the rules imposed on me by the church. I learned that Christianity was a relationship and it meant spending time in the word with God talking to God. I came home from a youth conference. I was determined to develop and work on my relationship with Jesus. And I began to study the scripture. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 13 says, we don't yet see things clearly we're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist, but it won't be long before. The weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then, see it all as clearly. We'll see it all then, see it all clearly as God sees us knowing him directly, just as he knows us. But for right, not completeness, we have three things to do to lead us toward that consummation. Trust steadily in God. Hope unfervently. Love extravagantly. And the best of the three is love. I learned through this verse that God wanted me to know him. He wanted me to know that I was made by him and that I was here to reflect the glory of God. I was made to to delight in him, to worship him. And sometimes I wanted to know what love was and is. It's to seek the one and only true God. Look to Christ in all things. I learned God wanted me to know him as he knew me. At 17, having God knowing me was scary. Sometimes I didn't like myself very much and I hid from people knowing the real me. But I opened up to God and I spent time writing music 
The first song I wrote was Christianity is Christ. Christianity is accepting Christ and confessing your sin. It's a relationship with Jesus. It's walking with Jesus daily. It's living Jesus daily and showing love on a regular basis to all I come in contact. I came away with another song as well, Reflection of God. Reflection in a stream shows us the way we really are. It doesn't miss a thing. God looks down at us the same way and he sees our reflection. He sees our sin, our failures, but he doesn't miss a thing. Lord, reflect in me your spirit so others will see you and want your reflection in their lives. Another lesson I learned about was Jesus at child evangelism training camp. I was needing assurance, reassurance of being a Christian. And after a little while, I came to the conclusion that I am a Christian. And I know that I am a Christian because the Bible says so. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. And oh, how he loves you and me. He gave us life. What more could he give? Oh, how he loves you and me. Forty-five years, those songs come back to me that I wrote. And I would want to reemphasize that I'm made to reflect the glory of God. I'm made to know the heart of God, to seek him with all my heart, to delight in his love for me and my love for him delight in him to reflect the heart of God in my heart to worship him the Bible tells me God loves me how's your heart hello this is Margaret Terriel coming to you from Maggie's Closet Chats from Kitchener, Ontario. Wisdom. Wisdom is the quality of experience, knowledge, good judgment. The quality of being wise. Words of wisdom. When I think of my dad, I remember the, the wise words of counsel that he gave me.
I remember him for his wisdom. Didn't always appreciate my dad's wisdom. But now that he's gone, I miss his wisdom and his wise words. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Through wisdom, you can get everything you need. It's contained in Proverbs, Proverbs three thirteen to 18. Who do you turn to for wisdom when you have a difficulty? Who do you go to when you need support? For me, I go to God. I ask God questions and I listen for his answers. But you need a clean heart and you need to be quiet before God. There can't be any interference. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 15, 22. There are days when I miss the wisdom of my dad. My dad could observe a situation and sum it up in just a couple of words of what was going on. At times I thought didn't my dad didn't have a lot of tact. But for the most part, my dad was right in his observations. My dad had a way of knowing what to say. Like Jesus, my dad could cut through religious hypocrisy. He could see through a person and be truthful. I remember one time a man who was upset came to see my dad. He was an elder at the church. And for a few minutes, it was quiet. My mom and I went downstairs because we knew it could be a showdown. And when this man arrived, it wasn't very long until he was yelling at the top of his lungs. We could hear him, my mom and I, from downstairs. And within a few minutes, my dad had this man calm down. My mom would listen to me. My mom was tactful. And now I go to God for wise counsel. I have some trusted friends who are there to support me and to listen to me. 
I also appreciate the support of my husband, Maurice, who prays for me and gives wise counsel. I know that my husband and my friends have my best interests in mind and they support me and they ask, how's it going? How are you managing? These people are there for me and they are truly interested in me because they listen to me. I've even had a friend come and help me when I couldn't find my glasses so I could go pick up my husband. I was in a spot and I was upset and she came to help me. Godly counsel comes from these friends. I know if there was an emergency, they'd be right there for me even in the middle of the night. It's okay, friends. I'm not going to call you in the middle of the night. These friends aren't half-hearted. They pay attention to details. You know, we're made to be supported by our friends and family and the church. We weren't made to do it on our own. Unfortunately for me, pride comes in the way and I want to do it myself until I get to the end of my rope and then I want to ask somebody. And it's so important that we choose wisely who we ask counsel for. You need to choose to share with safe people, not anybody. There are a lot of people that aren't safe to talk to. They're either in a hurry to do something else and they just can't understand what's going on. They may be godly, but they're not good listeners. They pass judgment because they don't know you very well. They tend to not take you very seriously. They might have to go quickly. They make light of what's going on when you tell them, or they question you. Maybe there's something that you're not getting right. Maybe you've sinned. And you wonder, after you've been with these people, about your credibility. And it can be very frustrating. I know I've become frustrated with these type of people. You begin to wonder about your value and your worth. I'm reminded that when this happens, I have to listen first to the voice of God. Sometimes people give you poor advice. 
For the most part, people are reliable and give you good advice. A word of thought is how much time do they spend in prayer? And will they stop and pray for you? These people have a gentle way of bringing you off the ceiling. They genuinely care. I will re I am reminded of God's love for me by my friends who offer me words of encouragement. Sometimes these people I have trusted who don't know me have betrayed me and I've gotten on off of track because these people have not listened to me and give me the brush off. I've tried to follow their advice. And what I've learned is I have to walk away and get on track and listen to God. There is an importance of knowing the difference of those people that gas like you, that don't listen to you and question your credibility. and everything you do. And that's when we need to remember that is, I'm not going to be distracted. I'm going to go to God. I know that I am a child of God. And I have to keep these people that have gaslighted me at arm's length. I remind myself that I belong to Jesus and he is the one who gives me wise counsel, who loves me. So friends, another reminder, keep your eyes on Jesus, ask him for his wisdom and no one else. And yes, again, not even on your french fries. Keep your eyes on Jesus and ask him for wisdom to help you through a difficult time. Hello, this is Margaret Terriel coming to you from Maggie's Closet chats from Kitchener, Ontario. Wisdom. Wisdom is the quality of experience, knowledge, good judgment, the quality of being wise. Words of wisdom. When I think of my dad, I remember the 
the wise words of counsel that he gave me. I remember him for his wisdom. Didn't always appreciate my dad's wisdom. But now that he's gone, I miss his wisdom and his wise words. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Through wisdom, you can get everything you need. It's contained in Proverbs, Proverbs 3, 13 to 18. Who do you turn to for wisdom when you have a difficulty? Who do you go to when you need support? For me, I go to God. I ask God questions and I listen for his answers. But you need a clean heart and you need to be quiet before God. There can't be any interference. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 15, 22. There are days when I miss the wisdom of my dad. My dad could observe a situation and sum it up in just a couple of words of what was going on. At times, I thought didn't my dad didn't have a lot of tact. But for the most part, my dad was right in his observations. My dad had a way of knowing what to say. Like Jesus, my dad could cut through religious hypocrisy. He could see through a person and be truthful. I remember one time a man who was upset came to see my dad. He was an elder at the church. And for a few minutes, it was quiet. My mom and I went downstairs because we knew it could be a showdown. And when this man arrived, it wasn't very long until he was yelling at the top of his lungs. We could hear him, my mom and I, from downstairs. And within a few minutes, my dad had this man calm down. My mom would listen to me. My mom was tactful. And now I go to God for wise counsel. I have 
some trusted friends who were there to support me and to listen to me. I also appreciate the support of my husband, Maurice, who prays for me and gives wise counsel. I know that my husband and my friends have my best interests in mind and they support me and they ask, how's it going? How are you managing? These people are there for me and they are truly interested in me because they listen to me. I've even had a friend come and help me when I couldn't find my glasses so I could go pick up my husband. I was in a spot and I was upset and she came to help me. Godly counsel comes from these friends. I know if there was an emergency, they'd be right there for me, even in the middle of the night. It's okay, friends. I'm not going to call you in the middle of the night. These friends aren't half-hearted. They pay attention to details. You know, we're made to be supported by our friends and family and the church. We weren't made to do it on our own. Unfortunately for me, pride comes in the way. And I want to do it myself. Until I get to the end of my rope. And then I want to ask somebody. And it's so important that we choose wisely who we ask counsel for. You need to choose to share with safe people. Not anybody. There are a lot of people that aren't safe to talk to. They're either in a hurry to do something else and they just can't understand what's going on. They may be godly, but they're not good listeners. They pass judgment because they don't know you very well. They tend to not take you very seriously. They might have to go quickly. They make light of what's going on when you tell them, or they question you. Maybe there's something that you're not getting right. Maybe you've sinned. And you wonder after you've been with these people about your credibility. And it can be very frustrating. I know I've become frustrated with these type of people. You begin to wonder about your value and your worth. I'm reminded that when this happens, I have to listen first to the voice of God 
Sometimes people give you poor advice. For the most part, people are reliable and give you good advice. A word of thought is how much time do they spend in prayer? And will they stop and pray for you? These people have a gentle way of bringing you off the ceiling. They genuinely care. I will be, I am reminded of God's love for me by my friends who offer me words of encouragement. Sometimes these people I have trusted who don't know me have betrayed me and I've gotten on off of track because these people have not listened to me and give me the brush off. I've tried to follow their advice and what I've learned is I have to walk away and get on track and listen to God. There is an importance of knowing the difference of those people that gas like you, that don't listen to you and question your credibility and everything you do. And that's when we need to remember that is I'm not going to be distracted. I'm going to go to God. I know that I am a child of God. And I have to keep these people that have gaslighted me at arm's length. I remind myself that I belong to Jesus and he is the one who gives me wise counsel, who loves me. So friends, another reminder, keep your eyes on Jesus, ask him for his wisdom and no one else. And yes, again, not even on your French fries, keep your eyes on Jesus and ask him for wisdom to help through through a difficult time.